3: 77
4: W.A.B.C. And good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 W.A.B.C. The protesting is already underway at the Supreme Court in Washington. The protests are already underway. And the new day is just upon us by by three minutes, three minutes past the hour of uh, midnight, folks. Download the seventy-seven WABC app. And coming up at forty-five minutes past the hour, our Carter cares that I'll have an interesting segment. And uh, later on today, I'm excited to say that I'm headed to Staten Island to attend the home opener of the Staten Island Fairy Hawks baseball team. That will be exciting. But again, the protests are already underway. At the Supreme Court, the leaked draft decision reveals the Supreme Court seems set to overturn, to overturn Roe versus Wade, to overturn Roe versus Wade, the decision that provides women with the constitutionally protected right to an abortion. And so the decision uh, was, uh, the majority opinion was written by Justice Samuel Alito and leaked to Politico, but it is extremely important for me to point out that this is all very preliminary. There is a reason why this is the first leak coming from the Supreme Court. Someone, somewhere, is trying to influence the process, but the votes are there to overturn Roe v. Wade. And I I just want to state for the record that up front that I support a woman's right to choose. It's her body, and this is something that should be federally protected. Because can you imagine the mess if this is kicked back? To each individual states. We're, state, we're already seeing what's happening in the South. And so we're going to uh, be taking your telephone calls on that. But also, something that's bothering me tonight, and I want to say her name. Kayla Green. Kayla Green. Kayla Green uh, lived in the Mount Vernon area. And all of this comes as the NYPD is set to deploy more night patrols. One day after eight people were shot in New York City, Kayla Green was a 16-year-old high school cheerleader, the captain of her team, stabbed to death in Mount Vernon on April 8th over absolute. Silliness. A parade was held to celebrate the boys' basketball team state championship. And according to police, Green got into an argument with a 15-year-old cheerleader from a different team who then attacked her and her friend. Kayla Green died on the way to the hospital. Let's go right to the telephone calls. I see we have some calls as it relates to uh, Roe v. Wade. Uh, Susan in Brooklyn, good morning, and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show.
5: Hi. Hi. Yes. Yes, uh, Dominic, fine. Well, it's always good to hear you. And uh, this was, uh, we never, like, expected this to, like, pop up right at this moment. But I just did want to kind of revisit that this was some this was a very um landmark decision that the american people did not get to weigh in on because it was legislated from the bench it has been a you know real um controversy um for decades now and it is coming to a head um And that the original um, individual that was uh, used in this case, um, I forget, Norma, uh, I got her last name. It's okay, but but,
4: but go go right ahead with your point, Susan. that
5: she, that the person that was used. The plaintiff. um, The plaintiff um, was in her... um, Denied that this um, that she wanted to um, have this become a law of the land as um, and that she felt that um, she was kind of railroaded into the situation. So it doesn't. So it is something that has been festering. And uh-huh. was bound to come
4: to a fruition. Well, and- it, that, I, hey, Susan, I I thank you uh, for the call. You are correct that uh, this was bound. It, it's something that we expected to hear from the court. And so again, it's extremely important, folks, that we understand that this is only a draft opinion until it is announced from the Supreme Court in June. It is only a draft, but clearly someone wanted to impact uh, the system and felt that it was a done deal from the Supreme Court. And so they have effectively influenced the process where the protests are already tonight underway at the uh, Supreme Court. Let's go to uh, Michael in Manhattan Good morning to you, Michael. What's on your mind?
3: Dominic, as usual, on top of the stories. Um, In reference to Roe v. Wade, I think what's going to happen is the— I have a couple of thoughts. Number one, the Supreme Court, I think, will nibble at the edges. That's one scenario. The other scenario is that uh, uh, Evil Lucy will come up with some legislation— just to make sure that even if Roe v. Wade is overturned, that uh, they will uh, protect the uh, uh, alleged rights of uh, uh, women to have abortions. And the other thing is, I think the, the – you still there, Dominic? Yeah, I'm
4: listening because okay. because right. as you're speaking, Michael, I'm thinking about, okay, Pelosi's got the votes in, in the House – but the Senate is equally divided. The Democrats have the advantage. Mm-hmm, go, go ahead, go ahead.
3: But Mansion, Mansion, and uh, what's the name? Cinema. Mm-hmm. They're, they're not going to stick their heads up and say no, 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 no. We're not going to vote for protections for uh, for abortion. They're not going to go against that. My third thought is: I think the makeup of the court should be changed.
4: So you want the court to be packed?
3: No. I think all these justices look far too pasty. They should have an artist come in and do some makeup, make them look better.
4: Okay, well, I, I Michael, I don't understand what makeup has to do with with the, such a serious matter. But thank you for the call. That's being de, uh, de, uh, decided by the court, uh, and 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 this will be decided uh, if it isn't already at a finality stage that it may be uh, in the days uh, ahead. Let's go to David in Pennsylvania. Good morning, David. And what's on your mind?
6: Good morning, Don. Hi, thanks for taking my call. Uh, two comments I want to make. Uh, I think personally, I think the whole abortion issue really is uh, the biggest exploitation of women uh, because nobody's more pro abortion than young, irresponsible males and pregnant women. We're going to eventually have the abortions and, you know, it just, I think it puts a lot of extra pressure on women to have uh, casual sex and, you know, and have to deal with the psychological, emotional trauma of having an abortion. So to me, its it's been an exploitation. Granted, it's been very well spun as a, a right by the left, but that's just my view. And the second uh, comment I want to make is I think this leak might be just, a, it could be a, fa- a fake leak just to rally the leftist troops to come out and protest. It may not even be real.
4: Well, you know, but but then that means the reputation of Politico, uh, David, would be entirely on the line. And I can't see a reputable news organization going all in on a document that could turn out to be a fake. So I, I don't see that as all. I see it as a situation, and thank you for the call, David, where somebody is trying to influence the decision of The Supreme Court. In other words, they're not happy with this decision and they're trying to throw a monkey wrench at the 11th hour into the system. Tony in Fort Lee. Good morning. You're on talk radio 77 W.A.B.C.
1: Hey, Dominic, you're the best, buddy.
4: Thank you. Thank you very Thanks. much. Come on.
7: I don't want to pump your ego up too much, but you know what? Yeah, I I think it's a fake document. I'm a former elected official and Politico. Yeah, they would take the bait and they don't care. They just want to break some kind of story. I think they would resort to just taking anything that they could get their hands on. And they they will. uh, The repercussions, they can spin it.
1: Oh, well, we didn't know. We just. uh, But by the way, Dominic. I don't Abortion, it can't be uh, illegal because
7: what are you going to do if a woman has an atopic pregnancy where the life of the mother and the child, they both will die? You have to have an abortion to save the life of the mother or else both die. So why well, are you going to let people die
4: now? Tony, remember, keep in mind uh, that if uh, Roe v. Wade is overturned, this simply means that it goes back to each individual state. So that doesn't mean uh, if you're, if, you're, uh, if you're pro-choice it doesn't mean that abortions are completely gone. it depends on uh, each state and let me uh, point this out as far as you can already imagine how uh, New York officials are reacting to this. Uh, Mayor Eric Adams at the uh, Met event uh, tonight. The mayor said that he is, quote, ready to fight like hell against the Supreme Court's ruling. If indeed this is the actual ruling, this is what he tweeted. Uh, The mayor says New York City knows that a woman's right to make her own health care decisions is hers and hers alone. This potential assault on their freedom by right wing extremists cannot stand. We're ready to fight like hell. That's what Adam says. And, Tony, here's what the governor says. Governor Kathy Hochul says that the state uh, will welcome with open arms anyone who needs access to an abortion. New York will always be a place, and I'm quoting from the governor here, New York will always be a place where abortion rights are protected and where abortion is safe and accessible. Tony, I, uh, I thank you uh, for the call. Let's go to uh, Alice. Alice is calling from Queens. And, uh, of course, we are talking about the uh, the breaking news tonight that came out of nowhere, a leaked draft decision revealing that the Supreme Court seems set to overturn Roe v. Wade kicking the decision back to individual states. Alice in Queens, good morning, and what's on your mind?
8: Hey, how are you? I happen to be pro-life. There are way too many abortions in the United States, especially in New York. And as for HOCO, I mean, this is a woman who supports partial birth abortion, who supports allowing a baby to die if he or she survives an abortion. I'm sorry, but the extremists are the ones who support abortion rights. They want abortions for anyone, at any time, for any reason. And, by the way, it's the minority community. The minority community has a disproportionate number of abortions.
4: Well, Alice, um, I I hear you. And, uh, you know, you you may make a point in, in some of your areas, uh, but... You know, as a, as a man, I I just feel that this is a, a woman's decision. It's 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 her body, and I feel that it's something should be that should be federally protected. Now, now, that doesn't mean that. Uh, and and now I'm getting into a slippery slope. That doesn't mean that a woman Alice should abuse uh, the system. And I think you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, But, again, that's my position uh, overall, and, you know, I I just think it's something that should be federally protected. But you disagree.
8: I disagree. And what about father's rights? A baby has half its DNA from the father. What if a a man, I've been saying this for years, what if a man says, I want to raise the baby?
4: Right, but it's not the man that's carrying the baby. But, Alice, I hear you. I hear you, and I respect your point of view. Thank you uh, for adding to the uh, conversation. Let's go up to Boston. Let's say good morning to our friend in Boston, Jennifer. Good morning, Jennifer, on this uh, big news morning. Good
9: morning, Dominic. Um, Like Alice, um, I am pro-life because I am not pro-death. And I think it's a very sanitized way of saying pro-choice. Pro-choice is pro-death. Let's be very clear. There's two options, life or death. And it really infuriates me that um, people that say they're pro-choice, they never say what they're for. They say they're for. They should just say, I'm cool with ending a human life. Basically because, you know, someone gets drunk and they don't want to be responsible. They lay down with someone they barely know. Whatever. Here's an idea. It's just like everything else in our country now Dominic. No accountability, no personal responsibility, no stepping up to the plate, whatever your decision. It's now easier than ever. You've got a morning-after pill. You've got count, uh, protection for both men and women. And we're having more abortions than ever. And people like me have to fund them. Seriously? And the drastic, draconian uh, way of, of like Alice was saying, uh, um, these after abortions, And look what they either just instituted or they're trying to, or they're going to be voting on it in California. Uh, It's the same thing. You can kill a child after something. I don't know how long after the child's been born. It's disgusting. It should revolt everybody. And the fact that I am so sick of this. Oh, it's a woman's choice. It's a woman's choice. Like Alice, I know men that have been traumatized by women especially I know a couple of married men and their wives had an abortion and didn't tell them till afterward. I know women that have had three, four abortions and they mm. they thought nothing of it. And I know others that were quite young and in very difficult situations and had an abortion right. and are
4: haunted 50 years later. Well, well Jennifer, you, you see that that's the one area I, I, to be completely honest with you. I'm a little uncomfortable even discussing the topic of abortion it, particularly with the woman, because I really feel out of respect to you and every other woman, I really feel, Jennifer, that it's your choice. But the one area where I do side with you and, and, uh, Alice, but again, it, you know, it, once we go down this road, it's a slippery slope. Uh, you, you know, some women that, that, you know, have three, four, five abortions. At what point does it stop? At what point does it stop? Jennifer, I I think, well, hey, Jennifer, before I let you go, how does all of this play out? And I got to take a commercial break here, but how does all of this play out?
9: All right, I'm going to add one quick thing, and then I'm going to tell you two words, Margaret Sanger. Remember that, Dominic. You know who she is. You know what she was about. And let's not lose sight of who are still having the most babies aborted. Her plan came to fruition. Let's be very clear. She was all about genocide of the African-Americans. And Planned Parenthood just last year finally admitted it. So, um, how it plays out, I think the left might be overplaying their hand because they're going to get their base riled up, but the right will too. There's a lot of pro life people. And people, I shouldn't just think about uh, it, it just makes me sick. You know, we're such a selfish society. We really are. People think before you lay down and make a baby. Think. Anyway, thanks, Dominic.
4: Thank you. Thank you very much, Jennifer, as always. And, you know, folks, up until that, th- this is why politics is very, very interesting. And I haven't forgotten Kayla Green. Uh, I'm going to come back to her. I may have to, based on the amount of calls, put that off until tomorrow. The 16-year-old girl cheerleader, honor student, stabbed to death in Mount Vernon absolutely breaks my heart. But on the um, on the issue of uh, a- abortion. Um, Politics is very, very interesting. And here's why I say that. Up until about three hours ago, I would have said that the Democrats going into the midterms are in deep, deep, deep trouble. And I still feel that way. But this potential ruling from the Supreme Court If it goes down this way, as it relates to Roe v. Wade, is a game changer. And it will energize votes on either side of uh, Republican or Democrat. And uh, Exhibit A is the fact that it's pitch dark, nighttime, outside the Supreme Court. And folks are already lined up, as we speak, protesting. It is time for a break, but first it is time for the 77 WABC clip of the day. Listen to the Cats Roundtable every Sunday morning starting at 8. Hear John Katsimatidis talks with Newt Gingrich.
1: America is under attack. What's the update on America? And I'm worried about America. Well, I think, John, I think anybody who loves America has to be worried. I look at the growing evidence of the Biden family as a corrupt, you know, they're almost like a criminal family in the old-fashioned mafia sense. I mean, you look at how the the brothers and the son work, and you look at how Biden misused the office of of vice president, and it is the most astonishingly deep corruption at the level of the White House in American history.
0: This episode is brought to you by Shopify.
4: You living for me. And we are back. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic Carter here with you. Coming up at the top of the hour, Frank Marano, the other side of midnight. He will have much more on this breaking news night. It just came out of nowhere. And. I, I defy any of you to tell me when's the last time you have heard about a leak from the U.S. Supreme Court. Leaked draft decision reveals the Supreme Court seems set to overturn Roe v. Wade. The court has written an opinion that would overturn the landmark decision that provides women with a constitutionally protected right to an abortion. The majority opinion was apparently written by Justice Samuel Alito and leaked to Politico. But again, this is, and, 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 and by the way, uh, Alito says Roe was egregiously wrong from the start in the 98 page draft opinion. So keep in mind that things with the Supreme Court at times are flexible and things change. Sometimes uh, justices will change their opinion. Sometimes other justices will lean on them and try to get them to change their opinion. So clearly someone wanted this released to the public and it is effective in terms of whoever wanted this out because it has become the number one story in America, something that's been basically, uh, you know, uh, federally protected for 50 years. And now we're looking at a situation where it may be gone and then will have to be decided by each individual state. And can you imagine that that will be somewhat of a mess of a situation and you 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 would have states if you listen to what governor Kathy Hochul said you would have states like New York where you would have women uh perhaps from uh Mississippi or Texas that would have to fly to New York or or to a city like New York if they decided to have an abortion we are taking your telephone calls Let's go to uh, to Charlie in Hell's Kitchen. Good morning, Charlie. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC.
7: Good morning. Thank you for taking my call, Dominic. I'm calling to uh, refute some of the things that Susan from Brooklyn said earlier. I want to add, add on to that. She talked about the woman, Norma. She didn't remember her name. Her name is Norma Jean McCovey and the dallas district attorney at the time his name was henry wade now she uh, the suit was filed on her behalf it became a class actions lawsuit first she was representing all the women in the state of texas since there isn't a pregnant woman anywhere at any given time in the state of texas so that's why the case was named jane roe Roe versus Wade because a Dallas district attorney at that time, his name was Henry Wade, and the woman's name was Norma Jean McCovey. And then as the court case wound its way through the court, again, the class action lawsuit was expanded to include all women in the United States of America. And since there's a pregnant woman anytime, anywhere at the United States of America, it would apply to them. So when it finally did land on the desk of the Supreme Court when they took it up in 1973, it was Jane Roe versus Henry Wade of the Dallas Pacific Attorney, and, and that's why the case is known as Roe versus okay. Wade. Okay, all right.
4: So so we understand the history part. We got that part. What do you think of what's happening right now?
7: I just want to say one thing very quickly. Later on in life, Norma Jean McCovey, towards the end of her life, she did change her mind and become pro-life. That That's also accurate.
4: Okay, all right. So, so we, we got the history lesson. What do you make of the news as it relates to all of this? Well,
7: I agree with you, Dominic. I'm I'm pro-choice. I support a woman's right to choose. Although I'm a registered Republican voter here in New York, I'm a pro-choice Republican, and I I, I support a woman's right to choose. What I suspect, do is Bernie Sanders has already tweeted something out. He had an interesting tweet. He was to suspend the filibuster or get rid of the filibuster. So that because obviously the Republicans are trying to filibuster to get the, rid of the 60-vote threshold, which a filibuster requires, and just pass it on a 50-vote 50, 50 and just allow 51 votes to pass it, which they would have 51 votes or even 52 votes in the Senate to pass it, and then take it over to the House of Representatives, which there's a slight Democratic majority in the House of Representatives, which is why Nancy Pelosi is a speaker. They would certainly pass it and then put it on Joe Biden's desk. And what what Bernie Sanders wants to do is have Congress make Roe versus Wade, the national law of the land in case the Supreme Court overturns it. What do you think of Bernie Sanders' uh, political strategy?
4: Well, oftentimes, Charlie, and I thank you for the call, but oftentimes Sanders' political strategy is so far from reality, I almost don't want to waste time discussing it because he's way, way, way out there, and it's just not reality in modern-day politics. What I am shocked by, I never really focused to the banter on either side because I thought that the Supreme Court would never really touch this with a 10-foot pole, and here we are (laughs) where the Supreme Court, at least as of right now, Who knows? Since this was uh, written in February, maybe the dynamics have already changed for as far as uh, we know. We are taking your telephone calls on this big news morning here on Talk Radio 77 WABC. John in Staten Island, good morning, John, and welcome to Talk Radio 77 WABC.
10: Dominic. Yes. Good morning, sort of, but... My point is this. We had 140,000 people die from fentanyl. Nobody gave a damn whose son, daughter, mother, father, anybody who got addicted, and they're dead more than the last five years of all addictions. Now they're going to talk about abortion. So let me ask you a thing. I looked it up. Go to uh, the Congress congressional thing. There's 40 million black Americans in this country it could have been 70, 80 million. You know what? Because was 19 million abortions from 1960. It could have been 100 million people that were black Americans. They could have lived, had a life, but they're brought up to say, you can't have a kid, and there's 19 million babies who are black that died. Besides the Spanish and America, there's 60 million abortions, and nobody thinks about that. Between the drugs and abortion, go look to God and make sure you think about when you're looking about abortions, you could, you can have your abortions. I'm pretty sure New York and California will have it. But do you want to kill a baby? That's your point. I don't see a life should die if the God forbid that it could live. They need to live, not die. And so okay. every drug addict that died from fentanyl should live.
4: Okay. Well, well, John. Again, my my personal opinion on this is that I I really do feel. That who are we as men to tell a woman what to do with her body? It's her body at the end of the day. And and I do believe that uh that this should be federally protected. Now, again, it's a slippery slope. Um, you know, you hear three, four, five abortions, that, that's a different story you know in an individual case but i don't even feel comfortable as a man really discussing this because i really feel how dare we as men tell a women i i hear you folks that that are pro life i i hear you but i i just don't feel that we have a right as men to tell women what to do with their bodies let's go to brendan in Long Island, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning,
6: Dominic. Uh, I just want to point out that the infant, at seven weeks, the heart is beating, the brain waves are going. At nine weeks, this holy, innocent infant is sucking his thumb. It looks like a baby. It's going to be a baby. When the mother is there, she says, I'm going to have a baby. It's not a. a Piece of molecule. It's going to be a baby. And Dominic, uh, the mother's DNA and the baby's DNA are totally different. So they're two lives. It's not the mother's body. It's two lives together. And oh my goodness, uh, God is looking down on us. You know, I know the majority of people listening now believe in God. Do you think God would ever say it's okay to have an abortion? This is his life. He started this life, and uh, and uh, Dominic, uh, let me hear you he say this. At eight months and three weeks, do you think it's okay to have an
4: abortion? Come on, that, that that that, Brendan, that that that's a ridiculous question. I mean, come on. We if we're gonna have this discussion, then then we we have to be. Yeah, I mean, you're taking it to an absolute extreme. Maybe maybe I didn't hear you right. But but did I hear you, Brendan, say that when I approve of an abortion for a woman that's eight months pregnant? Did I hear you say that? Well,
6: I'm trying to make my point first about seven weeks.
4: Right. But... You're trying to make a point a moral point, but I am speaking right now as what is the law of the land. You are trying to say, forget the forget forget the law of the land. Based on um, a morality point, you don't want to see abortions performed. And and that's okay, but but we have to respect the fact of the other side, don't we? No. no. So I understand the other side, just say for
6: six weeks or seven weeks or something like that. But but there are people, Dominic, that uh, it's going to be okay just the minute before they're going to have a cesarean, that it's okay for them to have uh, an abortion like that, Virginia governor, he says, if you were going to have an abortion, and the baby just happened to be born, you can decide whether that baby lives or dies. That's that's crazy. That's a, a live born baby. You can't kill that baby.
4: Well, I I, I thank you for the call and have a uh, a great morning. Let's go now to Brooklyn. And uh, let's go to Tom. Good morning, Tom, and welcome to Talk Radio 77 WABC.
11: Good morning, Tom. Good morning, Dominic. Always a pleasure talking to you.
4: Thank you. Yeah, well, you I just, feel the same.
11: Thank you. Well, you were talking about Lord of the Land versus the morals. Well, that's going to be a tough one right there. Just, just the thought of that, to have to think about that is, 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 is hard because there's so many different morals out there for different people. Uh, yes. You can see in our society what's going on today, you know.
4: Yes, ab- absolutely, absolutely. So, so Tom, what do you think happens? Because something that I thought, and I really thought that the Supreme Court would punt, uh, play politics with it, but never touch Roe v. Wade. And now it appears, based on this minute, this hour, that this is the scenario where it will be overturned. It appears as of right now. So how does all of this play out, Tom, in your opinion?
11: This is all my opinion. You know, it's my beliefs and so forth. And uh, you know, I, I believe that women should have the right to, to of their body. And I don't think that a man or anybody should tell them what to do. But I do believe that if we keep morals in our decision making, that certain rules and regulations should be handled and followed. And I, I don't know. I mean, what I've heard is, I don't know if this is true, but I've heard that a doctor could take a, a baby after birth. Like, right afterwards, or even up to eight months, and that's kind of what bothers me. I'm not a religious person, not at all, and uh, I'm an independent, and I'm just very, very concerned about the way our society is going think about that. I mean, I understand that the, the, the fetuses and everything and that stuff is useful, and we're using that that stuff uh, for experiments and stuff with stem cell research and so forth, but I don't want that to be the preliminary factor. that we're going to be given devotion so we can have that for our research. Mm-hmm. Um, well- you know, that's kind of like... It's hard, though. Right? You know, this is a hard one. Really, really, this,
4: really, I'm, I'm Tom, really. Tom, 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 this is a really hard one. I, I thank you for your call. Again, my point has always it's the law of Roe, Roe v. Wade is the law of the land. It will never change. All it goes on is posturing on either side up until a few hours ago <laughs> in which this document dropped from Politico in which uh Justice Samuel Alito uh wrote the majority opinion. Ninety eight page draft. It's important that I keep saying draft because as far as we know, the opinion of the court could have changed already. I, I don't see it, but but they, they have the five votes uh to to uh, overturn Roe v. Wade. So the they have the uh the the votes on the on the court but you talk about protests folks wait until later on today and going forward this is now going to be one of the major issues in america if not the top issue let's go to bernie bernie in staten island good morning bernie and welcome to the dominate carter show good morning mr
6: carter I think that the uh, the decision that the Supreme Court has to make about abortion should not wait until June to be the official decision. The Supreme Court—it's only a schedule that the court is following— <laughs> They can move the decision, the official decision, up to May 4th or 5th or so. And that decision will be official and it will be a done deal. And Schumer and Pelosi and the rest of the Democrats will not have a chance to pull their shenanigans and change the court's decision.
4: Well, uh, Bernie, I, I thank you for the for the uh, comment, and um, and I hear what you're saying, but I believe that the court is going to stick to its regular schedule and procedures, and in in, uh, in how they uh, release cases, and it's done uh, case by case basis, generally in June. So we will see what's going to happen here. We will also see what type of investigation as it relates to how this document was uh, leaked. Uh, It hasn't happened in modern memory. I can't think of any other time that a document has leaked from the Supreme Court. But here we are in the year 2022 and a document, a majority opinion on a hotbed issue has uh leaked on Roe v Wade uh to overturn uh Roe v Wade and um you know this 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 debate on on abortion and what what's federal what's protected whether or not the states are going to have to make the decision these are all issues that are going to be before the country in the uh in the next couple of weeks and months ahead. Dominic Carter here with you folks. Talk Radio 77 WABC. We see all the calls. We're going to get to them in just a second. We're going to go to Philadelphia, Westchester, Rockland County, Suffolk County, Manhattan. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back with more of your telephone calls. WABC.
3: Highlighting stories that hit close to home, from your borough to your dinner table. This
4: is Carter Cares. And, folks, we have been discussing the uh, Supreme Court leak that was uh, released or dropped in Politico. But for this segment, and I'm going to have to uh, save this for uh, tomorrow night, 16-year-old Kayla Green. It broke my heart as I was thinking about this young lady uh, earlier tonight. Her funeral, her funeral, a 16-year-old girl, was Saturday Mount Vernon cheerleader, team captain, straight-A student stabbed to death over a fight with another cheerleader after the parade for the boys' basketball team state championship championship And the other young lady uh, has been is being held. Uh, uh, The judge would not release her. And again, the funeral was uh, was Saturday. And uh, Reverend Al Sharpton um, delivered the eulogy at her funeral. And I just want you folks to listen to a little bit of what he had to say. I cannot make this situation good for the family. They're going to hurt a long time. But what we can do in Kayla's name is put a mirror in front of our face and say, what are we doing to stop this? And it's time for everyone to look in the mirror and be honest about the crime problem and stop with the sugarcoating, stop with the wokeness, stop with the Black Lives Matter and crack down on Criminals, I don't care what their race are, crack down on criminals and Kayla's name and Kayla's name. This is what should happen. 16 years old, planned on going to Morgan State University. She's dead. She's in the ground, never to return. And you want to talk to me about why I talk about black on black crime? That's why. That's why I'm upset about this about this young lady. I would not be able to survive if it was my daughter that went through this situation. I would have to be put away in some type of psychiatric facility. But we will table that discussion. 16 years old. Stabbed in her neck and side. We're going to table that discussion for maybe tomorrow night. Tonight we are discussing the breaking news as it relates to the Supreme Court. Roe v. Wade may, may be a thing of the past. And if it is federally, it's kicked back to each individual uh state. Let's go to Markland County. Good morning, Mark. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. I'm going to come back for that. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Please go ahead, Mark. We have a lot of calls.
12: Okay, sorry. Um, I agree with almost everything you say. And uh, I think you got the right moral um, position. Okay. But I think we should rethink. And I used to be a little bit more uh, ambivalent on this subject myself. But if we believe that there is, for a minute here, if we believe that there is, or if one believes that there is a creator, so to speak, I don't think he would be down with abortion.
4: Okay, but but hey, hey, but Mark, 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 wait, oh, wait, hold on for one second. I'm going to let you have your say. You folks want, some of you want to debate the issue of abortion. That train left the station a long time ago. A long, so we to revisit the issue, that's not even what the Supreme Court is deciding right now. The Supreme Court, if this ruling is to be believed, says that it's an issue that belongs before the individual states. But please continue. And it's got to be quick, Mark, because a lot of people uh, want to comment.
12: No, I get you. Um, I just think that if someone is, look, I'm a liberal dude in, in so many ways, but I think if someone ha- is, let's say, I don't want to say irresponsible enough, but they get pregnant and they don't want that child. I think they should be able to deal with nine months and give it to somebody who really wants a child that can't have one. I think it's extremely selfish.
4: Okay. I, I hear you, Mark, and I thank you for the call, but that's not what the discussion is this morning. That's not what we're discussing. We're not debating pro and con of abortion. We're talking about what's before the Supreme court of the United States and what it's going to mean for, going forward. Richie in Philadelphia, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, good morning, Dom. The, the thing
5: I want to bring up, when you have the, I'm not Republican, I'm not Democrat, I'm independent. You have people who are pro-life, and and later on, when when those children are born, and they have this, this daycare, you know, they want to have federally subsidized day, daycare through the state municipality stuff like that, or they want to have free lunches, free this, free that, they're all in opposition of
0: it. Well,
5: That's what I don't get with 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 the with, the high, with these conservatives and, and these Republicans where they're so against everything that benefits a child because you know they're pro life, but when it's enacted, they don't want it. They complain. So so you can't make them happy. And you have a good night, Tom.
4: Okay. Hey hey Richie, but let me ask you this question uh, before I go to uh, Eileen here. Uh, how do you see this all playing out? What What's the what's what? I, obviously, you're not on the Supreme Court, but how do you see the 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 end game of all of this? What's going on?
5: Uh, I, I think I think it's just uh, I, I think the, the justice, is gonna, they're going to go back and they can say we can't do this because they're protesting already. I think it's going to be a wash. I, just in my opinion. I have no faith in politics anymore. None. No, I don't trust hey, either side.
4: Hey, and I, I hear you, Richie. May, maybe you're the same one, and maybe I'm not, uh, in terms of your not having much faith in the uh, political system. Eileen in uh, Piedmont, I believe. Eileen, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC.
5: Good morning, Dominic. I just want to say I agree with the man before me. I have no faith in politics either. And also, listening to this whole conversation tonight, About the abortion with the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court has an agenda. I'll tell you why. What is the Supreme Court, the justices, made up? What party are they mostly? They are Democrat, correct?
4: Well, the the court is now mostly conservative. The majority are conservative members that blows my theory up. The <laughs> well, but 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 I but I hear you Eileen in terms of you feel that the uh that the court has a uh agenda and you know we'll we'll see how this all plays out and I want you to have a uh, a beautiful uh morning. Thank you for the call Eileen. Let's now go to Ohio and let's say good morning to Jay. Jay you're on Talk Radio 77 WABC.
1: Yeah. Dominic I am i'm i'm a I'm like a free will guy right god is free will right states rights rules in america right any state that wants to have abortion right and you see the condition of states that that want abortion versus the states that don't like i say free will God is in control that's all i gotta say
4: and so when you say the condition of states that that want to have abortions and the states uh, that I'm not understanding that part. Are you saying the states that don't are they better off? I'm not under, I'm not following your point there.
1: Degradation. States that want abortion. Look at the degradation, the moral decay, versus the states that 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 don't want abortion. Well, I'm basically on my side. You know, I'm like that last guy. I was on the fence a long time, but. But over time, I've, I've come to a decision on that totally, and I'm not for abortion.
4: Okay. Well, Jay, I, I, I don't want you, reason. I don't want you to choke. So reason. so please get some water there, and thank yeah. you for the call, Jay, in Ohio. Let's go to Burbank, California, Gracie. Good morning, Gracie. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC.
13: Hi Dominic, Even though I came out to california i can't keep I can't miss you of course it's, oh, it's nine o'clock oh, It's midnight
4: right right, so, uh, right three hours you know, behind camera, us, but Gracie, right, thank right. you and bless yeah, your what, heart
13: now what, how I feel, I think it's absolutely amazing that this hot potato was dropped. Was it dropped by an anonymous source? I mean it's unbelievable the the cards look so well. That uh, it was going to be four aces, but those those the Democrats could get five aces.
4: While well, they when they, they play, it, you know, Gracie, the politics of uh, of this leak stinks because the whoever leaked this knew what they were doing. We don't. I I would doubt that it was a Supreme Court justice. Probably um, some legal clerk, but whoever leaked this was aware of the fact of the outroar that it would cause, and that is exactly what has happened. Gracie, at the end of the day, how do you want all of this to play out?
13: You know what? I'm going to tell you, I'm a practicing Catholic, but I feel that it was the law of the land and people are going to get abortions anyway. I don't like the fact that, So many of them and late, late term abortions. But I feel, you know, it was always done in biblical times. Abortions were done and we're not going to change it, even though I believe it's murder. But at least admit, admit you're murdering a baby and go get your abortion.
4: Well, Gracie from California, we're very glad to uh, hear from you, and you have a beautiful morning, and thank you for the call. And look for the positive, right? The the positive, Gracie, it's, it's still uh, late evening in California right now, uh, 10 p.m., As compared to here in New York, where it's almost 1 a.m. And at 1 a.m. is when Frank Marano, the other side of midnight, takes over. Good morning
2: to you, Frank. Good morning, Dominic. So you got a busy morning ahead of you. That is for sure. We're going to be talking a little bit about this uh, abortion discussion. Yesterday, we spent some time talking about the attempts to get Brian Benjamin off the ballot. It looks like uh, Governor Hochul has been successful in that endeavor. We'll try and touch upon that. And uh, I'm gonna be joined by somebody that's no stranger to the late night New York radio audience, uh, Joey Reynolds, who for years uh was a uh, was a terrific talk show host on WOR in the slot that I'm on now. He is gonna join us to talk to us a little bit about late night radio. And it's mental health health awareness month, so I'm gonna be joined by Dr. Keith Abloh. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about mental health, which is a particularly big issue these days, in light of what's happened with Naomi Judd, and some people are even talking about uh, bringing back some COVID restrictions. We upped our color threat level uh, here in New York yesterday because of the uptick in cases. I don't think it's a good idea. I'll explain to folks why.
4: Well, I'm look. We're going back to the telephone calls, and I'm looking forward to seeing you in about what about.
2: Fourteen hours. That's right. Uh, it, uh, the opening day, the home opener for the Staten Island Ferry Hawks. When was the last time you were on Staten Island? That's a good question. It's been a, it's been a little. All while. Right. we'll get there early. I'll show you the sights. Okay, sounds good.
4: Let's go to Linda in a bo- uh, Linda in Long Island. Good morning, Linda. You're talking to Frank Morano and Dominic Carter.
8: Hi, I I think you are such a warm. You know, you know, I always listen to you. You're such a warm, caring person. I'm a conservative. I agree with you. I wouldn't be here today if um, years ago uh, the doctor asked my father, who do you want, asked my father, who should he save, my mother or would have been a boy, would have been born. And my father, my mother always said, my father wanted to hit the doctor for asking the question. Now, why would he say, let my mother die, right? Because it's a a technicality, right? As far as there are cases that you should have abortion, it's necessary, right? Even if it's not at that point, there are many cases that it would be the right thing to do. Not somebody like before someone said, oh, we have, you know, five or six abortions, something stupid, but in, in general, they should leave it alone, just leave it the way it is, right? It's not a racial thing.
4: Right. Well, Linda, I, I thank you for the call, and I, I certainly feel that the court should leave it The way it exists. Frank, do you have a quick opinion before we go to another call? Look,
2: I think I was listening to all the callers that have called into you today, and I'm going to follow up on this in about five minutes, but I, I think everyone's brought up such great points, and there are ethical issues, there are medical issues, there are scientific issues, there are political issues. That's why I think it's such a shame in this country that for the last 50 years, these decisions have been made by unelected judges who have no experience in medicine or ethics or theology or any of the things that we're talking about. So I think that maybe the decision about what the proper restrictions are on abortion shouldn't be decided by a court. And maybe the democratically elected representatives of the people should make those decisions. Good point. So that being said, I think there's still a lot of concern about this leak coming out in the manner that it did.
4: Very good point.
2: Isabel, Manhattan, we only
4: have a few seconds left. Go right ahead, please.
13: Hi, Dominic and Frank. Hi. Hi. Not only does the commandment say thou shalt not kill, but there's no excuse because even in grocery stores they sell condoms.
4: Okay. Well, uh, Isabel, I, I don't have time to fully respond to that, but I, but I do thank you for the call. You can call back Frank. He's going to be dealing with this issue. A lot is going on. Frank Marano, the other side of midnight, will have the very latest on this leak from the Supreme Court. I will be back tomorrow, same time, same station. Talk Radio 77 WABC.